Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle. And this is your host, Peter. Are you feeling especially moist today, Peter? What is it with you calling me moist? I, I don't know. I, I seriously can't get that out of my head, but from now on, you're just moist, Peter. Mm. Okay. Mostly because I, I have a weird... I, I like the word moist. It's fun to say. It makes me uncomfortable. And that's how I got labeled as a, as a sex offender. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. So, Kyle, this isn't just any episode of the show. This it's, is an episode celebrating four years of funk radio. Yay! As a podcast, that is. We've discussed at, at we've discussed at length how this was a uh, a college radio show for I think two years prior. Mm-hmm to the podcast so roughly and i think that started roughly around the same time of year so we've been funking for six years yeah something like that good lord oh, oh uh, boy so listeners i guess we figured we would just spend an episode shooting the shit as always but just uh recapping things we've learned along the way in the over the past four years about making a podcast and whatnot yeah trials and tribulations and how we basically did everything we could to actively not attract more listeners and it worked yeah to this day no one listens <laughs> we're just we're just speaking out into the space you know it'd be really funny because um i assume if people play this or whatever on the internet those sound waves travel off into space so it would be really hilarious if like Thousands of years from now, some alien being comes down and, like, they found Earth because of funk radio. And that's all they listen to. <laughs> and then they destroy Earth because of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. They're like, God damn it, we finally found where these assholes live, like, thousands of years from now and we're dead. Uh, you know what I didn't do in preparation for this that I completely forgot to do? Put on pants? That, too. No, I I, uh, I was gonna listen to our very first episode again to hear how far we've come. But um, wasn't our first episode about the concert we went to that summer or something? We yeah, it was something about it was kind of a mix of things. Uh, it was about some summer concerts we went to. Uh, there was some new music that came out by old artists, I think, and also just like music we had discovered uh, during that summer. Is probably one of our least like structured episodes we've ever done. Because we didn't know what a structure was yet. Yeah. Because, I mean, almost every almost every episode we've had since then has been, like, a very specific topic. Okay, we're going to talk about songs that address this thing or whatever. Anyway, so I think one of probably, to, I guess, to start off our discussion of reasons no one listens to us. I think right off the bat, um, the fact that we focus on such a niche music genre. genre yeah yeah i think that really kills us although to me i mean and like i think from the very beginning you know the idea behind the podcast is that no one really listens to this <laughs> type of music but then our idea is like well we do listen to it so our goal is to you know introduce people to this type of music and educate them about the the varied history behind it which mm-hmm. is a really big interesting part of it and just from like a general perspective of podcasting, I I have the strong belief that you should only make a podcast if you have like a very specific idea in mind about what you're going to do. Because there's way too many podcasts out there that like, well, we're just going to talk about movies because we like movies. Or we're just going to talk about anything and everything because we think we're interesting, I guess. No, yeah. yeah. It, it's funny because... When we, when we were working, when we were at Chapman Radio, um, it, that was kind of a microcosm for podcasts in general. There were so many podcasts, or I should say, radio, internet radio stations yeah. at Chapman that were just the same thing with different people. And uh, yeah, a lot um, of a lot of pop music, a lot of indie music, a lot of like random talk shows, where it's just like, hey, we're just going to talk about whatever we want to talk about because we're popular people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the internet as a whole and podcasting as a whole is kind of the same way. I, you know, people gravitate towards what's popular and they think, oh, well, if I talk about what's popular, 
then that will increase my popularity. But when you're in a sea of other people doing the same thing, it doesn't help you stand out. That is true, although only to a point. I think part of the catch-22 of our idea of what makes like a solid podcast idea is also kind of what has killed us a bit. Yeah. Um, because, you know, a pod- like I was, I was saying a minute ago, like, oh, a podcast that talks about movies. Well, a podcast that talks about movies is probably going to cover like popular movies that are coming out in recent movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, they would cover a lot of like Star Wars and stuff when that comes out. And around the time that Star Wars comes out, a shitload of people are going to be looking for a podcast that talks about that movie, not about a podcast like ours. So, yeah, it does lack a lot of originality when you have a podcast like that, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get any listeners. In fact, it's kind of the opposite. To that point, if I'm correct, Peter, I think one of our most listened to episodes was the one where we covered songs about Breaking Bad, and it was right during their uh, Uh, final season. And we kind of assumed, well, okay, well, obviously we got a lot of hits on that because it's a popular show, it's the final season. People yeah. searching Breaking Bad popped into our podcast. So Yeah, and of course we've that's a good point. We have done that too. I mean, yeah, we're not we're, completely flawless of, you know, trying to hook on to <laughs> things that are popular at a given time, but mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 just one of those things, even when we first came up with this idea at Chapman, it was a niche music genre that we just appreciated amongst ourselves. So really, from its outset, I think the podcast was more for just a way, was was a, was a way for us to kind of communicate with each other and share our mm. interests more than like being like, oh, let's teach everyone about how awesome funk is. Because yeah. we, I think we knew from the outset, even with the, with the, Chapman show that like okay we're probably not gonna get a lot of listeners but who cares it's it's fun yeah and I think for all the times in the past four years that we've wondered to ourselves with this podcast should we just stop doing this because we're getting basically no interaction with anyone who listens and you know time and time again I think the the thing we've come back to is that well we enjoy doing it so really at its core that's why this podcast does still exist is because, you know, people may not care, but we have fun doing it. So why not? It's a fun mm-hmm. hobby. Yeah. And like you said, it is still kind of a lot of it is like a conversation between you and I about discovering music and that kind of thing. Very true. And yeah, we've, we've grown in the four years to talking about somewhat more topical things, you know, or we just burst into random rants about topical things Speaking of which, um, Peter, I don't know if you heard the controversy with YouTube. That's that's one thing no. we can say as our as a podcast. We never gave into advertising, <laughs> even though half the time we talk about stuff and then just tell advertisers to give us money. Yeah, this is ignoring all the times where we spent you know twenty minutes talking about pop tarts <laughs> or Wendy's or Oreos stuff like that. Oh. That's awesome. Mostly just terrible food. Speaking of Oreos, oh, I can cover a new topic. Um, I tried the Swedish fish Oreos. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's a thing? Have you heard about those? No. Dude, they, Why? Yeah, they, they, there's a new flavor of Oreo that with the frosting in the middle is red and it tastes like Swedish fish. And Why? it's fucking awful. My coworker brought some in uh. because Oreos are actually vegan. Um, fun fact. And... Mm. Which kind of says a lot because frosting you'd think would be a dairy product, but their frosting is not. <laughs> um, mm. Anyways, so yeah, he brought them in. I think mostly because he was trying to pawn us, pawn them off on us because he didn't want to finish them. So I tried a handful, <laughs> and it's 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 not so awful that it's like oh my god, I want to spit these out. It's just a really weird pairing. It's like literally just shoving Oreos and gummies in your mouth at the same time. Uh. Which both are good, but not together. Um, yeah, I, uh, God. So. That makes me sad. Yeah, I know, right? So that was, that was my Oreo review of the day. But anyways, um, back to the other rant at hand. Um, there's a bit of controversy going on right now with YouTube, where I know for a while we did actually attempt to host our podcasts. Um, not that we actually made any money off them (laughs) being on there. Oh, yeah. Um, and apparently they have a new sort of advertising guideline 
where they take ads off of any videos with content that they deem inappropriate, whether that be sensitive discussions about sensitive topics, swearing, violence, what have you, and mm. um, basically by removing ads from those videos, they, what, what, I guess what you would call demonetize them so the uh, uploader of that video can't make money off it off that video because there's no ads. So a lot of really big YouTubers are freaking the fuck out because they suddenly they can't make hundreds of thousands of dollars. They can't make, they can't make videos on certain topics because those topics might be adverse to advertisers. And they're like, Oh great. Now my source of income is possibly gone. The problem with, Oh wait, sorry. So I think I understand. So for example, like fucking Travelocity doesn't want to be associated with I don't even know conspiracy theorists about terrorism. Yeah, to it, and, and I think the pr- problem people are having is although in from a corporate or capitalist standpoint it makes sense advertisers don't want to be associated no. with certain topics, but the language of their uh, new rules is very mm-hmm. vague. And that's, I think, what a lot of YouTubers are freaking out about is because, do you know, through liberal interpretation, you could just be like, oh, a video that has swearing, you know, has a curse word in it. They could just demonetize it and say, okay, we don't know to be associated with someone who has a curse word in their video or someone who talks about sensitive topics. Um, for instance, one of the big YouTubers that I watch, uh, Boogie2988, he's like this uh, chubby guy who talks about video games and comics and movies and stuff. I watched him since God, since I was probably a freshman in college. Um, and he often, because t- he's, he's morally obese. He talks about the problems uh, of being obese. He talks about, you know, he has, you know, depressing suicidal thoughts sometimes from being obese and from not being able to get a handle on it. And he very candidly talks about mm-hmm. that in some of his videos. And he's basically, he went on the other day and was like, you know, some of these videos that I've put up here that talk about suicide have been demonetized. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, that's kind of messed up. A lot of my videos talk about sensitive topics because I feel it's something I need to share with people because maybe, you know, maybe me talking about it right. can help somebody else kind of thing. And he's like, you know, if I can't make money off over half the videos I post, you know, that's taking food out of my mouth kind of i mean he's he's one of the biggest guys on youtube probably in the top 50 i would mm. say as far as subscribers and he doesn't make like a crap load of money he's not rolling in dough he makes probably seventy thousand a year maybe so i mean that, that's just one example of course but i think the problem a lot of youtubers are having and it kind of it kind of it lends itself to the internet as a whole uh, with advertising becoming obviously so prevalent on the internet, oh, it, the language is vague enough that it can be overly misinterpreted to censor people just talking about something that someone may find offensive. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then you get into that whole social justice warrior, oh, I'm offended, you know, therefore I'm going to flag your video and take and have advertisers take their stuff yeah. away from it or whatever. That's just that's just something to do with YouTube, but, but obviously YouTube is, probably, is like the biggest vidcast, I guess, market yeah. out there right now and podcasts too a little bit the more vid- video casting or what do they call uh, it yeah, vlogging yeah. is that a thing is that a word so to tie um, to tie that in to i know you've mentioned it once mm-hmm. we did we did kind of do a pilot um project where we posted our episodes to youtube for i don't know it's probably a few months we did it and i think they're still up there mm-hmm. for maybe like 10 or 20 episodes but um that never because we, fi- I guess we figured that if people like that kind of music, or they would search for certain topics that our videos, our podcast would come up. Because YouTube is super popular, obviously. So we figured, mm-hmm. well, why not just try to get more exposure there? But that didn't really work. Yeah. Um, I don't remember whether we tried monetizing them or not. I the thing with monetization on YouTube, I think you have to get over a certain views before it even becomes eligible. Uh, you have uh, to get uh. over over like ten thousand views or something, oh, or five thousand views. Okay. And like that's not going to happen anytime soon. No. Because from what I remember, 
I may be wrong because I know some of the YouTubers talked about it. Uh, for every, for every like 10,000 views you get, you get like a hundred bucks or something. Oh. So someone who gets a million views can basically make a thousand dollars off a video. Or mm. Maybe it's for every hundred thousand views. You get a hundred bucks or something for basically like a, a dollar per thousand. Mm. Um, well, and if you're a super popular but, YouTuber, then that's not a problem at all. Yeah, true, true, very true. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were never going to get close to that. <laughs> I mean, we 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 were on SoundCloud. Obviously, I think we have what like two hundred or so subscribers on there. Yeah, I or, I, I kind of wanted to shift a little bit toward like different platforms that we've tried over the years. Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, I kind of jumped. No, around. that's fine. YouTube is. Somewhat. So right. yeah, YouTube. YouTube was definitely one of them. Uh, iTunes was one of them. Oh, I forgot about. Yeah, we were on iTunes for a long time until something with our RSS file that whatever it is they use to sync it with iTunes somehow got broken, and we tried multiple times to get like to fix it and send it back to them, and they didn't approve it. So we were off. And then once we got like two or three years later, when we started using SoundCloud Pro and uploading everything there, that also gives you an RSS feed that you can send to iTunes. So we actually were back onto it for a while, I think through that. Um, but since we've stopped using SoundCloud pro within the last couple of months, I don't know if that's still a thing. I don't think it, it is. It doesn't get, it doesn't give you that if you're just like a regular SoundCloud. Yeah. Like, you gotta pay for it. But yeah, I, that goes back to the thing. I think we've tried almost every major form of YouTube or of YouTube of podcast hosting at one point or another, hoping to reach out to more uh, fans, I guess. We're trying Mixcloud now, too. Um, yeah. Which at least doesn't limit how much you can upload, because that's a big thing with us, is that we want to be able to upload all of our episodes so that people can get to them, because otherwise it's kind of dumb. But hosting isn't free, obviously. Or if you want, you know, wanted to buy a domain or something and upload them all there, that's great, but how are people going to know to how to get your website? So you kind of have to put yeah. them and put your podcast in places where people are actually going to find them, which is why SoundCloud was great. Um, Cause there was, a, there are a lot of podcasts up there, but to be able to put up all your episodes more than like, say three at a time, you got to pay 15 bucks a month for the unlimited space. And we stopped paying that. Cause that's a lot of money after a while. So for, cause at the, yeah, at the beginning, I, I will say like the first, the initial, like, 30 days that I piloted that to just to see what would happen. We got like 800 listens, which is like the most we've ever gotten in any period of time. But ever since then, it very slow over the, the year after that, it slowly decreased until we were only getting maybe, maybe 15, 20 plays an episode. And that's not really worth paying for. So that's right. Yeah. That's not worth putting out money. I mean, yeah, exactly. If we were getting, 800 or so listeners an episode then heck yeah that's that's worth the money but you know 15 listeners per episode we're paying 15 bucks a month that's like a dollar a listener well if you only do i'm sorry fans we do more than one episode a month but yeah you you have the right idea sorry listeners we love you but you're you're not worth a dollar a month i'm trying to think if 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 we used any other media i know we talked about spotify but that never really took off either well actually that's a that's a good leading because i i think well, oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, a lot of different things. So one one more thing I was going to complain about with SoundCloud that they just did within like the last week. They took away the like the groups feature. And if you're not familiar with that, basically what that is is that you can, uh, subs- I, don't know, I guess, subscribe to different groups on SoundCloud so that like um, you'll have like a podcast group and everyone just dumps their podcasts in there. So if you want to go listen to a podcast, you just go to that group and find something. To listen to. And we were, I, I had subscribed us to like, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 different groups. And we would just, I would just upload them every, there every week. Cause that's a really mm-hmm. good way to get exposure for your stuff. Cause if people aren't following you, how else are they going to find your stuff? True. Unless it's in a group or something. But then they just take that feature away. So like, that's a lot of people are mad because that's like one of the best ways for people to find right. your stuff. Yeah. So it's another reason I'm glad we're not paying yeah. for that anymore. What are they going to turn into like a hashtag thing like Twitter? Hashtag Funk Radio? I don't know. Um, but yeah, Spotify, <laughs> you told me a while back, maybe a year or two ago, that they were adding like a podcast function of some kind. I don't kind. know if they ever did. I don't know whether they did. Um, 
a, a concern I had with that, but also with other, I guess, podcast networks that are online that we, you know, potentially could try to join is that because we play clips of copyrighted songs, which generally we use um, the argument of fair use for educational purposes, which is at the end of the day, that's what it is in this show. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a lot of a lot of a lot of platforms wouldn't look kindly upon that. And it's kind of an essential part of our show. So I, I think that kind of that's another kind of limiting factor for this particular show in terms of like getting exposure. Very true. Um, it says that Spotify actually does have podcasts now. Uh, it says that, that somewhere it's it's in one of the genres under browse, but I'm not, I'm not seeing it yet. Anyways, but yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. It, it, hosting hosting a podcast on a site that streams music, or the podcast then streams music, um, even if that music is ten or fifteen second clips, you know, may cause some you know ruffled feathers, I guess. Yeah. So now that is not always the best. I, I just remembered, because um, I was saying that playing the clips is more or less an essential part of our show. I forgot that there was a period, I think it might have been before we tried the YouTube thing, or maybe it was right after. It was around that same time, because we were trying a few different things, experimenting with how we can get more listens. Um, I forgot that we did actually stop playing clips on the show for a while. We would just talk about the songs and say, well, go listen to it on our Spotify playlist, which we would make for every episode. That's that's so that people right. can listen to the yeah. full songs and everything. And people, you know, obviously you still can't do that. And we encourage you to go um, listen to the full songs in a legal manner. But um, I think it just doesn't play very well on a music podcast when you can't when when you talk extensively about a song and its history and the artist or whatever, and then just don't play anything and give the listeners no context for what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, that really does not play well and I, I think that's a good reason why we didn't do that for very long yeah very true um yeah i totally forgot about that we, we would post them up on like eighth circuit or something along with our um uh i guess it would have been an, we, was that when we were just uploading it straight to eighth circuit as like an rss feed or something uh, it, yeah well it's interesting because listeners um I, we, I don't know whether you're listening to this from there, there there or not, but currently our like home base host site is overmental.com. Before it was overmental, it was 8cn.com. Before that, it was 8thcircuit.com. So our, our host site has kind of gone through many revisions as well in the past four years. Um, I don't think that's really been a contributor one way or another in terms of our listens. In fact, I think because that site gets a fair number of visitors, it has helped us a bit uh, because we post them there every week whenever there's a new episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that's when we would, Oh, that's right. And that reminds me because during the same time of like the Spotify playlist and then the YouTube playlist, Oh, we did that too. Cause we would, we would upload the the audio to YouTube and then we would put it in a playlist with all the songs that we talked about. Yeah, um, that's right. We at that same time we were trying to get more listeners by like writing like a full length article that was like a companion to that episode episode that would kind of cover it a little bit more briefly like the stuff that we talked about um, and the songs that we featured and things like that. Um, that had basically zero effect on our engagement with listeners, so we stopped doing that because that was just adding a lot more work to our plate. Yeah, I, as sad as it is, I think a lot of the reason we. If we ended up, you know, going through all these different methods and eventually abandoning them, is because the the output didn't, or the the uh, what's the word, the rece- return on value didn't uh, warrant the output that we made. You know, like the thing with the pot with creating the playlist and create in on YouTube. Um, it just ended up being easier to just splice them into our episodes, I guess. Right. And I mean, if you're going to get, you know, 10 listeners by doing nothing and 10 listeners by doing a lot of work, you might as well just not do all the work. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the lesson for the children is if, if no one listens to you, don't, don't put effort into it. Don't do any work. <laughs> don't put effort into it. Uh, don't make, go ahead. 
No, I was just saying, don't uh, don't make something you enjoy into something you hate because you put you know end up putting so much needless work into it that it becomes a chore and no longer becomes fun. Yeah, and actually, I, I was um, I think this is a good transition into um, the next piece of this episode, which I th- which is I think if maybe we should try to give well, we've kind of been doing this the entire time, but maybe give um, some helpful tips to people who may want to start their own podcasts. Cause we've been doing this, like I said, for four years now. So we're, we're veterans. It's by some definition of the word. So if you want a podcast, that's going to have a fair amount of followers. I would say, choose something that's, that has a lot of, to a wide appeal, uh, something that's going to, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to find interesting um, in doing that. I would recommend doing something that has wide appeal, but isn't necessarily covered by a thousand other podcasts. Yeah. Or at least has a an interesting spin on that topic. True, yeah. That's different from other people's. Yeah, I mean, well, my, like I said earlier, my belief is that you should hone in on something f- fairly specific for your show, just for sake of kind of having more focus and setting it apart from other shows. Um, that does run the risk of not having too many listeners or not reaching a very wide audience. Uh, for example, because I said earlier, oh, you can, you know, have, have a podcast that's just about movies in general i mean when you think about movies that's an extremely broad subject and if i saw if i passed by a podcast that said well we just talk about movies that we like i wouldn't listen to it because that's not interesting to me but on the other hand if there was a podcast that was like we specifically talk about film noir in like the 1930s and we our podcast only talks about those movies i would probably listen to that because that would be really interesting um and it has a lot of focus and it's about a specific thing um Something you mentioned earlier is that is that there's podcasts out there that are just like we just talk about whatever we want, and to me that's I, I think there is some temptation to do that and just for an idea to pop in your head and be like oh we we're funny we think we're funny so we'll record ourselves talking so if the people think we're funny, but the problem with that is that one no one else thinks you're funny, <laughs> and two harsh harsh life lesson there. What appeal does that have? You know, how do you sell that? Yeah, it's like you just are you just selling your personality, I guess. And very few people can do that successfully. Yeah, rather than your insight. Yeah. You know, it's better to sell your insight on something that you're actually interested in and care about, whatever that topic may be, than it is to try to sell yourself on your personality alone and talking about things that you don't appeal to necessarily to you or that you know appeal to you and everyone else Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good point i think the personality definitely definitely plays into it as well um i mean obviously your topic has to be interesting but you have to be interesting to listen to as well or whatever which we are not yeah but you know (laughs) i think we've uh uh, we've been covering our our downfall fairly well (laughs) <laughs> it's like behind the mu- behind the podcast where are they now i'm behind a, i'm behind a liquor store huffing glue i just had this image of you as like a 70 year old man like hanging up behind a 7-eleven being like kids today you don't know about the funk <laughs> i used to have a podcast people used to think i was cool oh wait no they didn't <laughs> um huff's glue but yeah i mean like Something that we, um, I think we already mentioned this, but you know, something that we've kind of come back to a lot of times with this podcast is that we don't do it because it's a popular subject or because we're fantastically interesting people. We just do this because we like doing it and we're passionate about the type of music that we talk about. So I would, if I had like one big recommendation for if you were going to make a podcast, don't make it specifically for the reason of doing something that would become popular do a podcast on something that you're passionate about and that you're really interested in, because at the end of the day, that's going to make for a much more interesting show. Um, mm-hmm. than if you were to try to force it into something that was popular just to try to get listeners. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's, that's just a good uh, life lesson in general is don't, don't do something or don't make an attempt towards something because solely because you want success from it do it because you are passionate about it and then success will come hopefully it didn't for us but it might for you (laughs) 
Um, yeah, yeah, we, we've had our own trials and tribulations and stuff. Um, I don't know, maybe we can find like a funk con or something and we can travel to that and get ourselves out there. I still want to do a live episode someday. That would be cool. Where Funkin you and I we'll do, do an episode, record it like live in front of other people. But that'll never happen. In front of a live studio audience. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing, but it's never going to happen. True. I even thought recently that we could do like a, like a live stream recording episode. And I almost thought about doing that for this one, but it's like, you know what? We're <laughs> no, no, one's, no one listens at their own convenience, let alone at a very specific time of day. Yeah, that was, so. <laughs> that was, that was actually always kind of one of our problems at the Chapman radio site is we got like shitty times uh, yeah. and, those, and that was live. And we, for a That's while true. we ended up with like shitty times that no one would listen and we're just like, okay, whatever. I think towards mm-hmm. the end we got better times, but yeah. It was very obvious they were biased towards certain subjects around the popular hours of listening, I guess. Oh, Um, you know, sorry, this is completely unrelated. You know, something else that we tried for a while to appeal to more people was um, having our five minute funk shorter episodes. Oh, yeah. Those Um, those were fun. Because I guess this ties into the the convenience of listening to a podcast. Uh, Because it's it's hard. it It can be hard to expect someone to sit down and listen to a 45 minute show even if you know you're working or doing something while you're listening to it or driving the car whatever um i think for people to take that step to actually download it and then listen to it wherever is more work than most people are willing to do Mm -hmm. um i guess the idea of the short five minute well they more realistic they were like 10 minutes but um the idea behind that was, well, it's less of a commitment for you as a listener. You know, it's just a quick fun fact that you can listen to. Um, I, I don't feel like that really made any noticeable difference in our listenership. True. So we stopped doing that because it's hard to discuss something that quickly. For like 10 minutes. Yeah. Especially how much yeah. we ramble. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that, I think that's one of the fun things about our show is although we do have a strict, it's not really strict, but we do have a niche, as you said, uh, genre that we talk about. We we don't pigeonhole ourselves too much into like only, oh, we always have to stay on topic. We always have to only talk about funk. We mm-hmm. branch off into random stuff. So it does, although it is a niche thing, it does feel like more of a candid conversation because mm-hmm. we just you know, go off on random subject matter, which hopefully, you know, makes our personality seem somewhat more interesting to listen to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we cover, we've covered technology. We've covered a little bit of politics, not too much. Oreos. Um, <laughs> hmm? Oreos. Oreos. Yeah. Lots of food. <laughs> um, that's, that's a topic of conversation. True. Yeah. For a um, while I had like- music in general, musicals, movies, TV shows. Very true. Animation. Concerts. Album reviews, which, you know, usually sort of tie into our topic. Um, Serial. (laughs) (laughs) I think we had a whole episode on Serial. Yeah, we did. Uh, That was fun. But yeah, no, I mean, the the fact that despite having a niche topic, we can still come up with ideas. 166? Five. Five. 165 episodes later... You know, we're like Simpsons level of of ideas at this point. Not every episode idea is fantastic. I think we've had some that were kind of duds and some that were really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, you always got to have a bit of a mix. And to be fair, this one is basically just us complaining for 40 minutes that no one listens to us. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think there's, I'm trying to think if there's any more like tips or platforms Get, or, get a good microphone. <laughs> or at least yeah, a, that's a okay good point. I've, I think each of us has probably gone through like three different ones. Yeah, we've we've slowly upgraded our microphone. So that's one thing that probably has gotten better over the four years is our sound quality. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, if you listen to the early ones, even in the first, I would say probably 75 or so. Yeah, they we, were we had pretty crackly. Bad mics. Um, yeah, because I mean, I had my... My, my crappy desk mic and then my headset. I think after that, I jumped to this one. 
my better desk mic, but I know you've gone through at least as many, if not more. Yeah, I I had like a little lava mic that I would attach to myself. Then I had like those shitty little desktop mics that like you point at you, but they're like they look like a little stick. Um, yeah, that's, that's the worst first one I had. Then try to remember. Oh yeah, then I got a little tiny Samson one that was okay. It was mm-hmm. small. It was like I think it was meant to be clipped to like a laptop or something. Oh, okay. Um. Then I got an Audio Technica one, which was decent, and now I've moved up to the uh, Blue Yeti, like fancy mic with pop filter. Hmm. So it's semi-professional sounding, I would hope. So that means you've gone through five. Mm-hmm. This is your fifth one. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> too too many mics. I still have the Audio Technica one sitting next to me. I just don't have it plugged in. Mm-mm. You know what we should <laughs> we should do a throwback episode to the beginning where we both use our original mics. Oh God! And then you can have fun <laughs> editing that horror. <laughs> oh jeez! And I can I can go back to editing on Audacity, which was oh yeah, was terrible. I guess you can talk speak more to that. How is the how oh, yeah. how is the editing of the show evolved? That's uh, a good. That's a. Good, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, because I've edited every single episode. I'm sorry. Of I feel sorry. That's no, okay. I, every, I swear to God, every six months or so, I'm like, man, I feel bad. Peter edits all these. I really should help him out, and then I don't, and then I feel awful. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so it's evolved. Um, I would say it goes a lot faster now than it did a few years ago. Um, orig- I would say for the, probably the first, I don't know, 50 episodes or so, I edited on Audacity, which... You, which is you, what you still use to record. Mm-hmm. Um, as recording software, it's fine. Um, even for basic editing, it's it, it works well too. But to get into more advanced editing for podcasts and stuff, it you can use it, but it's there's a lot of features that are missing from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so which makes it more difficult and time consuming. Um, at some point, I oh I, I guess when I started using Adobe Creative Cloud, I started using Adobe Audition and. I've been using that ever since, and that's it, it. Not only does it have a lot more like capabilities in terms of like noise reduction and stuff, but also just editing is a lot easier, simpler. What so a, I guess it's evolved in that way. Would you say the audition is better for the recording process itself as well, or is it more about the post recording um, process? It's it's more about post production. I recording. It's I think it's the same either way. Okay, because I was going to I use say it to record, like, but it doesn't. I don't think it makes a difference. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. I was like, should I start using Audition as Audacity? Nah, shit? nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It, I think exactly you're saying, Peter, because we've decided to kind of stick with this looser format where I, I, I swear before there was a point where because we were trying to be so professional, like we we were mm-hmm. like you I should I see we you were like editing out all the ums and heavy breathing and That's true. I still take that stuff out when it's convenient, but I don't take like every single instance of it out. Yeah. Um partly yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that that we used to I used to I think that was partly another reason why it was more time consuming originally. Is because I was trying to like be so meticulous about everything, but um, after a while, I think we kind of realized that those little imperfections are where it make it sound more natural. Exactly, it doesn't sound as scripted. Even yeah. even even the, the I guess a good way a good uh, tie into that. Even our pr- preparation for episodes in general before we mm, would have yeah. these like long written out scripts of like you know, the the songs we're going to talk about, the subject matter. And we realized uh, after a while that, like, by having it so meticulously written out, we ended up kind of basically just reading off these scripts, and it sounded, for lack of a better term, very scripted. Um, so even even on episodes yeah. that we do research for, we we get down the basics, we get down the, the general facts we want to talk about of the songs, but we do it in a looser format that I think allows for more improvisation yeah and another um another benefit to that too i think we realized over time is that um because we like you said we ramble a bit so we we have enough that we can say without needing it written down that if we were to write down five pages of stuff and then add on elaboration on top of that i mean you got like an hour and a half episode nobody wants to listen to that yeah some for a while yeah after a while some of our episodes were getting pretty up there in time like over an hour easily because it's like oh look we're talking yeah. about 10 songs each 
each song we're talking about, we've, we've written like a paragraph of yeah. shit. <laughs> that that speaks um, as well to like the length of our episodes, I guess. Because I mentioned that we had done like five minute episodes for a while. Those were kind of sprinkled in among the regular length episodes. Um, I think at the beginning, we were only doing maybe 20, 25 minutes for a long time. But that was when we were doing like two two a week, basically. Because we were we doing like have, two or three a week. Because yeah. we didn't have jobs. <laughs> yeah. And then later, they slowly went up to like 30 and then like 40, 50, even 60 minutes sometimes. Um, nowadays, I think on average, they're 35 to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't think we worry so much about the length while we're recording as much as we used to, maybe. No, I don't think so. Um, but then they kind of naturally just kind of end up being that long. Yeah. Usually. Truth. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's another good um, lesson for people who want to get into podcasting is, you know, don't worry about the length of your podcast, but at the same time, make sure that what you're talking about, it, you can talk about it succinctly enough that you don't lose people because it's like, oh, look, they've talked for an hour and a half. I'm bored now. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, um, I, have a, I have a good tie in with that. I every so very rarely, but every so often on this, I'll I'll mention that I actually do do work on another podcast uh, called Go Your Own Way, which is basically we, me and two other people, we read through choose your own adventure stories on the show and then make decisions and whatnot. Um, but there's been a few stories we read through, um, actually, <laughs> especially this happened multiple times, but um, fairly recently. Um, we it took us literally it took us eight episodes to get eight like hour long episodes to get through the whole story. Damn. So it just kept going on forever. Um so I think that's kind of an extreme example of don't make your episodes eight hours long. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean that's kind of a different case because we would stop like every week and say we would pick up next time. Um but there were there were one or two times I would say where we did do a long story on one sitting and our recordings were literally like three hours long. Jeez. And as the editor, uh, that was just a blast for me. <laughs> but actually in post-production, we ended up splitting it into like three episodes or four just because like it's ridiculous to expect people to listen to a three hour long show. Very true. Very true. You know, I mean, that's like that's like longer than Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> that's longer than so, one of the movies Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. I I forgot about your, you have that other podcast, so you can kind of, I don't know, play both sides. Now that podcast sounds interesting to me. Would you consider that as much of a niche subject or is that a bit more broad? I think that one, I think it's still, it's just still a very specific concept. It's not broad, but I think it does have more of a conceptually I think it has more of a draw than this does um, because I think a lot of people um, grew up with those like choose your own adventure books or at least like they are familiar with the concept and think that's fun I think it's a but um, on that one we actually have a similar issue with that basically no one listens Um, a lot of it is marketing though and just getting your podcast onto you know sites and platforms and putting it out there constantly and you know, getting a lot of people so to listen to it, mm-hmm. it, it just takes a lot of time and resources to do that, which yeah. Mar- none of us really have. Marketing yourself in general is just not easy because it requires you to kind of put on your salesman hat, which I don't think either of us are great at. No, I've and we don't have time. Yeah, I've tried posting our podcast to like uh, subreddits on Reddit, podcasting Reddits, Funk Reddits. We've got like a handful of hits from that, but nothing substantial or or long lasting yeah so so there's a good uh there's a good tip for potential podcasters Mm -hmm. um if you really want to become popular you're going to need to put in a crap load of time and effort into trying to put it out there and even if you do put in all that time and effort you may not necessarily get a return on that true and if you really want to be popular instead of podcasting just start a vlog where you play minecraft and you can become honestly yeah (laughs) you can become the next pootie pie Basically, yeah. So uh, that's a good point. I I think that it, it seems I don't know like for sure. I I've never really followed them that closely, but it seems like podcasts had like an initial spike in like the early two thousands because of iTunes. Um, I guess so. Yeah, and and then they kind of you know 
went down for a bit. And I think in the last few years, they've kind of become more popular again with the advent of other platforms like SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm wondering now if they're kind of on a decline again. I don't know if it's necessarily on the decline, but I think YouTube has definitely overshadowed podcasting yeah. for a while because people would rather watch people than just listen to them, I guess. And yeah. listening to a podcast requires you be doing something that, you know, that you're you're in a place where you just want to listen to something. You don't want to watch something, say so you're working out or driving or whatever. And yeah. In that case... 95% of people would much, probably would rather listen to music. That's a good point. Than a podcast that talks about music. <laughs> um, yeah, because I guess if you're watching something, it's it's more it requires engaging. more of your attention. Yeah, exactly. Than a podcast does. Like, I, I'm hard-pressed to think that any of our listeners are, like, listening to us talk while they're, like, working out or something. Maybe while they're driving, but then they might fall asleep and, like, you know, run off the road. Hmm. And that'd be sad. But yeah, I know you listen to a lot of podcasts, Peter, probably more than I do. Where where, and when do you see yourself listening to the most? Um, I don't listen to a lot. I Especially now, I, I, I haven't listened to any in a while. Oh. Um, there was a period where I was listening to probably three or four on a regular basis. So when do I listen to them? Um, not at, maybe if I'm doing work at home, not like working at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't listen to them while I drive because I, I don't, put the effort in to download them, put them on my device and then play them in my car. Sure. Uh, yeah. I guess I just listen to them at home when I'm working on other stuff, I guess. That makes sense. And then, yeah, that's another good point with, uh, oh, excuse me, with podcasts is oftentimes they require that you, st- obviously they require that you stream them and, the ability to mobily stream them is still, I think, a little bit hampered for a lot of people. I mean, yeah, you can download SoundCloud, and I guess, yeah, you can stream it while you're in your mm-hmm. car, but that requires, A, that you use up data, that you have a good signal. Um, well, or, well, or you can download it from SoundCloud, and then, like I said, go through all the the hurdles to get it on your device and put it in your car, whatever. Yeah. Either way, there's downsides to it. There's a ba- It's a barrier to entry, I guess, for people. <laughs> um yeah, so that you know that alone makes podcasts more consumable, sitting at a desktop or something with a with a dedicated internet access than your mobile device. Um, yeah, but I mean, I know people that listen to podcasts while they work out and stuff, though. So you know, I may be wrong. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the moral of the story is, I guess, don't start a podcast unless it's a subject you're passionate about. Don't worry about becoming popular because you probably won't, and if you do, it should be because. <laughs> uh, you're passionate about what you're talking about and you have a decent personality and more the more so than, Oh, I want to talk about something that's popular to get popular. Yeah. Uh, and three invest in a good mic. <laughs> um, four you know, invest your time in marketing your show. Yeah. If you want to actually like, like get crazy. a decent amount of listeners. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's the same with YouTube people. They market themselves like crazy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, I guess that was kind of our, what, 45 minutes of complaining about podcasting. In the, <laughs> the sta- about we can call it, we can call this episode state of the podcast union. State of the funk. The state, the state of the podcast is shit. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We hope you, uh, I mean, we've been doing this for four years. We hope to be doing it for four more, assuming we don't run out of ideas or kill ourselves. Um, <laughs> Both of which are likely realities. Um, Jesus. For those of you listeners that haven't listened to us all that time, we, which is maybe like one, uh, we thank you. And you <laughs> For know, you one listener who's been listening the entire time. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> My mom thinks I'm special. Although I think she stopped listening too because she asked us to do like an episode on Prince and... We unfortunately oh, we never, never did, did. And she got mad. She's like, Oh, really? She's like, You tell, she's like, You always tell your listeners to give you feedback. Well, I gave you feedback and you didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, so that's sad. We, we lost our one listener. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I mean, we can do a recap episode at the end of the year of all the, all the artists that died since 2016 is like the year of death, but i think it's a little bit too late to do this that could be like our christmas sign-off episode for 2016 yeah here's all the people that died oh geez 
Well, luckily, listeners, um, lately, if if you have been listening uh, over the past few weeks, you've known that we've had a little bit of trouble coming up with topics lately. Um, while we were together last weekend, or I guess two weekends ago, um, we were able to come up with some cool ideas for new episodes that we have written down. So we're starting to come up with some better ideas again. So uh, you can look forward to those. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, those of you that have been with us, with us or even listened to any of our episodes that we've done over the four years, thanks for listening to us. Uh, tell your friends. <laughs> uh, our our 50th yeah. listener gets a free t-shirt. <laughs> to get 50 listeners total for the entire show, it'd still take us like six more years. That's what I was going to say. Joke's on you. We only have two listeners. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you want to tell us how much you love us, then go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash get your funk and tell us there. Uh, yeah, uh, that's another, there's another lesson. Have a Facebook page for your podcast. Because that's it's true. a good way to aggregate your listeners because people will actually like your page. It's oh yeah, high. we never really talked about social media really. Yeah, sorry. But whatever. Whoops. <laughs> that's another thing that takes a lot of time that we don't have time for. Yeah, it's just, um, a, it's just a way to market yourselves. I mean, it's not super hard for us to have a Facebook page and just post the podcast up on there. So, you know, it's yeah. it's probably the least amount of social media work you can do is having a Facebook page. Yeah. Um, we don't have a Twitter, although if you are into Twitter, you should probably do that if you're having a podcast because that would help. Because yeah. a lot of people use Twitter. Um, what do we, what do we have? I guess we sort of have SoundCloud.com slash Get Your Funk, although we kind of shat on SoundCloud yeah, in this episode. So, sorry, SoundCloud, but fix your shit. <laughs> same with you, same with YouTube. Fix your shit. <laughs> SoundCloud not SoundCloud. Fuck. Uh, MixCloud.com slash Get Your Funk. We're not gonna try to put it in more places because it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. So. Unless a new social media app comes out that's better than all of those. so. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll let you know. But you won't know because you won't listen. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> God. <laughs>